Go hard or go home. You are listening to Industrial Industries World Radio with your host, the ultimate party DJ, DJ Glowing Ice, for an episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. Show me what you got, DJ. Welcome to the show. We are coming to you from the bunker of Industrial Industries World Radio. And it is the new year. We all made it. It's 2020. We're going to get into all kinds of things for this episode. This is episode 9. And man, I can't wait to kick off this year. There's so much to do, so much fun, and a lot of work. But it's all good work. It's all fun work. It's productive work. So, hell yeah! That's how you do to take on 2020 with a hell yeah! Just you're so excited that you, all you can do is just grunt. You just, oh, you start clawing at nothing. Ah. We're going to get into what happened my New Year's Eve. And we're also going to get into a few segments. One is called Modern Country Music Checklist that I really do love doing. I can't wait to do more of these. You'll hear that in this episode. You got some things you don't like hearing or you do got some things you want to hear. Um, just email me at industrialindustriesworldradio at gmail.com. You could also go on the YouTube. Check us out at YouTube. Just search Industrial Industries World Radio, and it should pop up. You could like it, subscribe to it, all that good. Like, subscribe. Hey, what's up, YouTube? What is up, YouTube? It's your boy. <laughs> you know, that that's the whole opening to a lot of YouTube videos from circa 2008, 2012. But still, every once in a while, I'll come across somebody on YouTube, and they're just fresh, wet behind the ears in YouTube, and they'll do that. What is up, YouTube? I'm this really cool kid. You hear his mom in the background yelling, Jonathan, get your ass down here and finish your homework. Mom, stop. I'm trying to do this really cool tutorial. (laughs) But yeah, man, I had a really decent New Year's Eve. It wasn't anything spectacular. It wasn't anything bad or horrible. I hope you had a great New Year's as well. And everything is great and we're getting off on the right foot. And with that being said, let's get into past, present, future. Past, present, future. Today is January 2nd, and it's National Cream Puff Day. It's my favorite pastry, so eat a cream puff cream puff in the past on this day in 1788 georgia becomes the fourth state to ratify the united states constitution presently it's a luscious and amazing day of pain and torture with cloudy skies and a high of 54 here in the small town region and in the future in 2021 india is planning its first human space flight January 2nd is the second day of the year, and since 2020 is a leap year with an extra day, there are 364 days left of the year 2020. Celebrity birthdays for today, actor Cuba Gooding Jr. is 52, zookeeper Jack Hanna is 72, and writer Isaac Asimov would have been 100 years old today. And if it's your birthday, I want to personally wish you a very happy birthday. You do what you want to do. It's your day, all right? Happy birthday. And has January got you cold? Throw the tinder aside and head on down to the small town Elks Lodge this Saturday for the annual Heat Up the New Year Singles Dance Party. Find your new flame and so much more. Doors open at 7 and the dance ends at midnight. Proceeds and donations go to Small Town's Little League Baseball Team for their 2020 season. It's all happening at the Small Town Elks Lodge in Small Town Square. Be there or be square. Industrial Industries World Radio.
So let me tell you about how my New Year's Eve went. I woke up and I was told by Dean to bring my pipe because I've been a smoking a pipe. Since I don't really smoke, I don't drink or do anything, but it was just something that was brought upon me. Hey, let's go and check out these pipes and smoke a pipe. Okay, I've never smoked a pipe before, you know, I don't, I don't smoke anything. So it's like, okay, you gotta pack the tobacco in here and puff it and blah blah blah. I get two puffs off of a pipe and I'm like, uh, this is, smoking is not for me. Nicotine, just something in it, it hits me. And I just get a headache, and uh, I don't get a high off of it. I don't feel anything. It's like when I drink alcohol, too. It's like my body just gives me the worst possible headache or nausea or what have you and says, nope, you're not going to have any fun. (laughs) So Dean asked me to bring my pipe, but I refused because I knew it was going to happen. I was going to smoke with the boys. During the night, and I'd probably puff a little too much, and then I get a headache. And next thing I know, I'll just be laying behind a couch somewhere going, Oh, I can't lift my head. So I refrained, and I just made a bunch of sugar cookies. And I brought a batch of sugar cookies to my next-door neighbor. Hope he enjoyed it. I haven't heard nothing yet, but um, everybody around who has tried the cookies say that I make the best sugar cookies I beat a lot of uh, people's old moms, old grandmas who make cookies quite a bit. So after I made like a shitload of cookies, I did some house cleaning and prepared myself for the night. I grabbed all the toasted raviolis and headed on over to Jimmy's. I go in and there's already a huge table, just a smorgasbord of stuff, and There were these Baby Bell cheeses. I don't know if you guys ever had these, but they're these little circular round cheeses. And they're dipped in this wax. You got to pull the wax apart to get the cheese round or cheese circle out of it. And I've never had one. Of all of my years, I've went without trying a Baby Bell cheese. They were just never on my radar, never on the menu. But I tried one, and eating a Baby Bell cheese, you can't devour it like you're eating chips or something. you got to savor one of those. So I was like nibbling on one. I brought over a deck of Uno cards I've been wanting to bust out forever, and we sat around and played Uno. That was a good time. I won one round. I was proud of myself. And usually we bring out the cards against humanity. And Jimmy, it's hard to play with him because uh, he will just laugh, and we're just sitting there waiting And I get it. I enjoy that Jimmy has a good time playing Cards Against Humanity. But the more drunker people get towards the night, and I'm always the designated driver, it becomes more and more, "Eh, I'm trying to have fun, but that's also annoying. Not just with Jimmy and the Cards Against Humanity, just with a lot of other people and their stuff. But this year, it it was a bit more calm, more at peace, which I like. The, The temperament was a whole lot better. And so I I enjoyed myself. Double D was there. He kind of just, I mean, he's a teenager. He's sitting in the couch and he's not wanting to participate. Um, He's too cool. Now, Double D, he's, you know, he's void of this. I'm talking about other people, people that are older, even people my age. They have this thing where if they're outspoken or, or they have a personality that's not like the rest, they're, they're not cool. So the the cool thing to do is to be quiet and not say much and not like, oh, I'm just going to be the quiet, calm guy that doesn't say anything because that's cool. If I really let my true self out, I'll look stupid. I'm scared to do that. So I'm just going to, here's my go-to. I'm just going to play it cool. Yeah, I'm just going to be quiet. Just, you know, play it very cool. If someone talks to me, I'll bring up how uh, how good this sports team is or that, that seems to be the thing, though. That is the go-to in small-town USA. People are very dull. Now, if I really do get into something I enjoy talking about, nobody else is interested. Uh, you need to talk about something that is going on in the area. You need, you need to be like, oh, yeah, do you know how Connor Camp? Oh, yeah, they're doing re- – you see their deck? They built one hell of a deck, but they made this weird thing with the stairs on the other side instead of right there on the other, how it should be. Oh, and I, People get into those conversations, and I start zoning out. You ever come across those people 
They sit there, I'll, I'll be quiet. Being quiet is my personality. But hey, a lot of people do that and it works out for them. You know, being the very stereotype generic person. You put on your blue jeans and a sports shirt and a baseball hat. And you wear like some Nikes. Oh, and you, you need to put on a certain amount of uh, sports teams on there so you could fit in. If I need to wear a name brand piece of clothing, if I need to talk a certain way, if I need to do that and do this and go by these guidelines to fit in and not looked at as an outcast or what have you, count me out. I don't need that shit. But New Year's Eve was cool. Watched the ball drop. I watched Steve Harvey with his bald self talk and smile with them big teeth in New York City. I saw the ex-ambassadors play. Now, I did not know that one of the members in that band was blind. But it's the keyboardist. He was going all out playing. Yeah, ate a bunch of stuff. Jimmy's wife made this amazing dip. It was like confetti cake batter with... um, some other stuff, and it was just such a sweet thing, and I was dipping all these Teddy Grahams and eating the hell out of that. It was just like, it made my mouth feel sensual. If that's a good way to describe it, that's that's the only way I could describe it. Yeah, had some sausage, had some chips. There was so much food there. Yeah, drove back home. Double D went right up into his room. I took a shower, and then I just passed out. After I woke up and started rolling with 2020. The best I can. I got 2020 vision, baby. Aha! <laughs> it's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Check out the hot and hip Rap Song 2020. Wiener Balls Rap Song 2020 Rap Song 2020 And don't forget the classic hit, Fart in Your Face. I wanna fart on a guitar, I wanna fart on a power bill, I wanna fart on fresh fruit, I wanna fart in your face. All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here, Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. Made sure we got a uh, group photo. That seems to be the thing. Always make sure you get yourself that group photo so you can remember later. It always reminds me of The Shining with that group photo. You know, at the very end when it zooms in. I I read this thing. So yesterday I refrained washing my clothes because they said it's bad luck if you wash your clothes on the first day of the year because you're washing away somebody and someone close to you or somebody in your family may pass if you or wash away if you wash your clothes the first day. So I'm in some real crusty ass boxer shorts. (laughs) I'm on my last pair. I need to do laundry. Um, yeah, and that's, that's just the life of a single guy hanging out, you know. About ready to do some laundry today, though. Ready to get everything done. We'll get into what happened on the first day of the year, 2020, right after Modern Country Music Checklist. Little Jack Jimmy's got his jacked up truck and he's gonna get it dirty down in the bush. He says to Linda Lou. Check. One, two, three, four. Hello everybody, welcome. I am DJ Glowing Ice and this is a new segment called Modern Country Music Checklist. And this is my way of trying to introduce myself to modern country music. Now do I like country music? Sure, I think it's kind of fun. It's good to check out. Because country music is almost like comedy. It's a coincidence that country and comedy... Both start with a C and end with a Y, so it only makes sense. Now, am I talking about Johnny Cash? Am I talking about Waylon Jennings? Am I talking about Johnny Paycheck? No. I am talking about what Nashville or Hollywood or wherever else is churning out all these wannabe boy band contestants that just can't make it, and now they go into the country market. That's what I am getting into. Now, you see, I've got the cut-off sleeve t-shirt. 
I've got the glasses that I, I look like I've been out, uh, you know, laying bricks or something. I got the camo hat. I'm trying to fit in to where I live now. Uh, I moved from the dingy part of a city and went to the quiet parts of this area called Small Town USA. And me being a city guy growing up in the city, uh, they, they, the, the folks around here can just smell it on me. They can sense it. They can just tell that I have a dysfunctional family uh, that's very distant. And so they, 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 they could smell it. They could just see it at me, you know, wince. They could see it in my eyes. They could just see it in my eyes. And I'm trying to blend in. You got to get the glasses. You got to cut off your sleeves and your shirt. So whenever you watch plenty of country music videos, there's a lot of this. T-shirts with the sleeves cut off. Just check it out. I see it here. Packs of dudes driving in their Jeeps with uh, Laura and Alyssa and their boy Chaz. They're driving to the Dairy Dip ready to get themselves a vanilla cone and a steak burger. They'll have these sh kind of shirts on and this hat and these glasses. You got to make sure that you get the big sodi. You get the big sodi pop, the big 44 ounce sodi pop. Uh, because when you live in a small town, you got to get a big soda pop wherever you go. Going to the football game. Get yourself a big sodi pop. Uh, just got off work. Get yourself a big sodi pop. You need to refuel. You know, keep keep the engine running. You know, I got myself a big sodi pop, and I need to refuel. I don't really drink soda that often, but I'm trying to fit in the best I can. So like, try. I'm trying to fit in. Okay, I am trying my best. It reminds me of back when I was in school when I tried to fit in. All I did was get rejected ooh I could just taste those Friday night lights right now oh man oh I'm ready to drive a Jeep on a hot summer night I'm ready to call myself country and walk out of a $250,000 home in the suburb in a nice gated community <sighs> that's country right drive a big truck my daddy bought me that's country. If you want to listen to a great country song, listen to Black Sheep by Johnny Paycheck. Now that is a real country song. So what is modern country music checklist? Modern country music checklist is a list of words that we will be going by as we listen to a modern country music song. And once a reference or a word is said that is on the checklist, we will mark it up. Now, if the song has seven checks, so you have to get seven, and then you'll get the stamp. You'll get the Small Town USA stamp of approval from old DJ Glowing Ice. But in this segment, I want to be referred to as T-Bone. So only in this segment, you're going to refer to me with this hat, these glasses, the shirt, and a big old sody pop as T-Bone from Small Town USA. The checklist is America or Small Town. It's all referenced about, just a reference about the country and Small Town, the word Small Town. Two, beer slash alcohol reference. Three, blue jeans or working man, working day reference, like you just clocked in or something. So the singer says something about clocking in. Or hard day's work. Something, something to that effect. Farm fields. Talking about a cornfield in some certain way. Trucks. And anything referring to a truck, such as 4x4, tailgate, jacked up. You know, something that is referring to a truck. Dust. Such as kicking it up, or you got dust on your boots, or whatever. Love interest. Now, this is a very broad thing, so I want to keep it to the point where they talk about having a, a pretty little thing beside me, or something to that effect. Just a w little one-liner, not like a whole love song or anything like that, because that would automatically, you know, make it get the stamp of approval. Football slash Friday Night Lights. Or Friday night. Something referring to Friday. Just like Rebecca Black. Country music does it quite a lot, so I've heard. 
Now, I do enjoy country music to a certain extent. It is like comedy to me, and I'm trying to get into it, but I, it's, it's hard to when I notice all of these references being thrown out there so much. It's like a, uh, it's like a salesman. Say you walk into AT&T, they look at your shirt, and you're wearing maybe a Nike shirt, for instance. The salesman will go and say, hey, man, yeah, I love Nike. I, I have a basketball at home that has a Nike symbol on it. Buy something from me. This is the same thing with country music, which is I'm going to write a song and I want to make sure some people buy it. So I'm going to write in here, uh, what do people like? Beer. I'm going to write down beer. Uh, well, my demographic's in a small town. I'll write about a small town. I did come from a rural part of the, uh, the area, but uh, I was afforded to go to college in Nashville and hone my craft without really working a hard job. Uh, let's see, what else can I write? It, it's, so it's, it's that same thing. It's the same thing as a guy at AT&T trying to look at you and figure out a way to sell you something. Now, this happens a lot in other genres of music. It's just a lot more noticeable in country music than a lot of other uh, things. But you you could talk about like emo music. Oh, let's let's target let's write some more sad sappy songs to hone in on this demographic. It's just what I notice as I listen to modern country music. It's not like I dislike it. It's just just something I noticed. So anyways, let's watch this video. Kane Brown Weekend. Okay, play. Okay, they're at Walmart. It's like real-life shots of, I guess, the whole band walking around Walmart. Friday, bottle of Jack. Okay, bass fishing. I do dig the organ part of the song in the beat. We're halfway through the song. We've got two check marks. He better start, you know, keeping this going. <coughs> you know, a lot of chicks really dig Kane Brown. There's a lot of friends that are single moms on my Facebook that... They go crazy about them. Sipping something on the cheap end. Now that doesn't really, that doesn't refer too hard to alcohol. So that ain't a check mark. And this chorus just keeps going. Okay. Alright, that was it. Oh god. I dug the beat a little bit, but that was boring. So Kane Brown, Weekend, did it get the small town USA stamp of approval? Well, based on the fact that there are only two marks, one for beer and alcohol reference about the Jack Daniels, and one mention of Friday. Uh, you didn't make it, bro. I'm sorry. Better luck next song. Oh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of... Modern Country Music Checklist. Trying to remember this title because it's a new segment here. And Kane Brown failed the stamp of approval. So next episode, we are going to look after another song and see if it makes the checklist. Until then, keep eating a lot and drinking more soda pops. Make sure you get the biggest cup. 89 cent special all year round. And check in next time. We will hopefully get a Small Town USA stamp of approval in one of these songs. That's for sure. We'll be right back with more IIWR after these messages. The following infomercial is brought to you by Best Small Town Roofing. Date of birth and signature. Hey, what you doing, John? Oh, hey, Jack. I'm just filling out a loan. I got to get the roof done, you know. Oh, really? How much? Uh, well, I got a few estimates, and the probably the best deal, it's probably going to cost me a good seven, so. Dude, that's stupid, man. Why would you spend all that money to get a roof done when I could get, like, six of my friends... Cooler full of beer and maybe a barbecue, and you can save all that money, and we'll knock out the roof in like a day. Really? Just one Saturday. Just get up there and knock it all out in one day, man. That doesn't sound like a bad idea. Hmm. hmm.
see, I told you it'd be a good idea. <laughs> Just a bunch of guys out here having a good time, having some beers, radio rocking, getting our tan on, hot sunny day. Good time, man. Hey, could you hand me some of them shingles over there? Hey, no, 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 not over there. Hey, oh, shit. And now, John, you will be sentenced to death for the death of Donnie, letting him work on your roof when you weren't licensed, bonded, and insured. Unlike Best Small Town Roofing, let Best's roofing professionals take care of your roof so you and your friends are accident-free. The professionals at Best Small Town Roofing are top-notch specialists in getting everything taken care of on your home. They make sure it's covered for the next 30 years with their warranty, so you are assured that whatever this crazy Midwestern weather brings us, you're covered. Best Small Town Roofing is bonded, licensed, and insured. And with Best's competitive pricing, it's an easy choice. Call Best Small Town Roofing for a free estimate today. Best will save you time, money, and, well, even a life. Uh, Jack, now on second thought, I'm gonna let Best Small Town Roofing take care of my roof. Oh yeah, Best Small Town Roofing? Right next to Value Dollar on Old Mine Road? And their phone number is 555-0167? And they have bonded, licensed, and insured professionals and give free estimates 24 hours a day? I think I might have heard about them. Yeah, I would go with them. Great choice, John. Best Small Town Roofing. Your roofing professionals. Hey everybody, let's get into January 1st, 2020, how my first day was of the year. Well, I woke up, obviously, and I started cleaning out my cure because I was looking on my Facebook and I saw this story, and usually, you know, I see these stories and I'm like, this is overhyped garbage, everyone's just getting, everyone likes to get in an uproar about nothing a lot. You, see, you ever notice that? A lot of people like to get upset. It's almost a hobby for a lot of people. They like to get outraged. They need something to be upset about. They can't just be cool. They can't be cool. But I saw this thing and I was like, you know what? I probably need to do that anyways. So it makes sense. I need to clean out my Keurig coffee maker. The thing is, you need to take half water, half cleaning vinegar, and run it through the entire cycle until it's all out. And then, um, yeah, and then that's how you clean it out, basically. Because I saw this story on Facebook about how this lady kept going to the doctor because she was sick and they couldn't find the reason why. Then they found out. I never looked at my Keurig before, but when I looked at it, it was just filled with gunk and grime. But, you know, I keep myself pretty close with cleaning things very well, especially things I drink out of and eat off of or what have you. Um, but anyways, I did that first thing this morning. And then I was like, man, I need to go to the mall because I look at my calendar and oh, lo and behold, it's 2019. I always check my calendar to see, okay, I need to do this date for this part of the podcast. I need to do this segment here. You know, plan out my schedule of what I need to do. And I'm like, damn it, I forgot to get a calendar. You know what? The mall always has that calendar stand. After the holidays and after the New Year's, they have things 50% off. That's how I usually get my calendar. So I drive to the mall and it's crazy. It's packed. I didn't realize it was this bad, but like there's I, apparently there's a big sales for everything January 1st. Walk through. You know, it's funny. Someone will always bump into somebody else they went to high school with and they'll block the fucking door as you're trying to enter it. It's like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, how's the kids? How's the wife? How's this? Oh, my wife hates me. Oh, yeah, my kids hate me. Oh, everybody's going crazy buying more shoes. But on my way to the calendar stand, I walk past a Starbucks. And I go and I look at the Starbucks, and I'm like, eh, it's, it's empty. No one's at the counter. I'm going to order myself a, uh, it's the first time I ordered it this season. It was a medium peppermint mocha with whipped cream. That's all. No, nothing special. I'm not asking for soy or coconut milk with it or, or whatever all the nitpicky shit is. 
So then I, I, I make my order and I walk around the corner to where you pick up your orders. And I see just everybody, this crowd standing and watching and wiggled my way into a spot where I'm not in the way of any other person. And, you know, I'm not really stepping on anyone's toes. And so I'm standing there and I see this strawberry drink with these frozen dried strawberries inside uh, set out to the counter. And this old lady that looked like she was dressed up as a gypsy or something, you know, like you ever seen those like older ladies, they dress up like gypsies. I think I've mentioned this before, but they they just have this look like they're just mean and they're just like, and you you tell them a joke and they're just going to look at you like a degenerate. It was this kind of woman, and um, blonde hair, kind of just has a pursed out lips, just, and she grabs the strawberry drink, and she picks it up like scientists would in a lab when they're looking at a test tube, and they lift it up in the light, or someone looking at film slides and using a light. She's looking at it like that, examining all the strawberries really closely, and, I, you know, I'm just standing there waiting for my drink, but I, I people watch. I think everybody does that. She's sitting there looking at it, and I hear her flag somebody down, a worker, and she goes and says, Hey, there's mold in this. There's mold in that strawberry. And the lady is like, Oh, no, ma'am, that's from the strawberries. That's just how they are because they're fr- freeze-dried, and that's that's just how it is. It just hit home for me so much. It's the biggest worry in a lot of older women's lives all of a sudden like mold is enemy number one even though mold has been around for ages you breathe it in every single day it's in the air regardless bottom line is mold is around you everywhere but with this huge like craze where there's all these documentaries and tv shows and everything else People all of a sudden with a high school diploma become professionals at knowing what mold is and what isn't. You know, they'll see dirt on a wall and think it's mold. I I like to see some of these people walk down a dirt road and think, this whole road is mold. (laughs) Because that is just so, so, sometimes it just gets so irrational and stupid, it's crazy. And sometimes you just have people like that. Eh, That's how it is, I guess. She needs to worry about all the other things that she eats that she has no idea the amount of dirt and whatever garbage is on it. But I rest my case. Anyways, my name gets called. I walk up and I ordered a hot peppermint mocha. And I was thinking, oh no, I don't want to complain. But I got to because I had a Frappuccino version. And I said, hey, this is a, I wanted a hot drink. And she was like, oh, okay, well, you could either just keep that one or give it to somebody. And I was like, well, I'm not going to drink both of these. I just want a hot drink. So I turn around. I didn't realize this because I get tunnel vision when I'm out in public. I, I focus on something and I just keep going, you know. And I turn around and I notice there's this huge crowd of people waiting for Starbucks drinks now. And so I'm just looking at everybody. I'm seeing all these big guys, girls, chicks, obviously. And I'm just like, hey, does anybody want this? This is a peppermint mocha frappuccino. And everybody just looks at me like I just talk to, like they're all dogs or something. One girl's like, oh, I'll take it. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. I don't, I did my good deed and she got a frappuccino. Get my coffee. And now I make my way to the calendar stand walk to the calendar stand there we go i found my calendar all about that base chicks on the beach in bikinis that's my kind of calendar the guy there with the cash register isn't there and he has a black cloak over the cash register with a little note saying be back in 15 minutes I'm like, okay, the little used CD store slash game store slash movie stores right there. So I walk in there. I went to the bargain bin and I bought 10 CDs for $11.39, 99 cent CDs each. And, you know, I spent quite a bit of time in there checking things out, looking at the game, see what's in there. Say about 25 minutes, half an hour, walk back out. Guy still isn't there. And there's a huge crowd there, like, waiting, looking around. 
And I walk up and I'm just kind of standing there waiting. And now it's like become like a community. Everybody's, yeah, I've, I've made a call to the mall and they don't know where he is. And oh, I had an hour left. I had to get home and take Double D to work. So I still haven't gotten my calendar. So I guess I'm going to go on Amazon and order a calendar. So anyways, when I did go to the CD store, I picked out some CDs and I'm going to tell you what I got. Okay, so the first CD I got was The Idiot's Guide to Classical Music. It's 99 tracks of Mozart, Gershwin, what have you. Other CD I got is Boom! Just says Boom! 17 Explosive Hits from 1998. So we got Jamiroquai, we got OMC, we got The Sneaker Pimps, and a lot of other bands I don't know. Next up, we got Lenny Kravitz, Are You Gonna Go My Way? Great, great CD for 99 cents. You can't beat that. I got Paula Abdul, Head Over Heels from 95. Got Metallica, Garage Days 2. And it looks kind of like a uh, bootleg or something. Then we got LL Cool J with Authentic. And we got Savage Garden, Truly Madly Deeply, a single with an unreleased B-side. I'll bet he was cool. I love me some Savage Garden. We got the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Good stuff. Got a CD by a band called Ass Ponies, electric rock music. Never heard of it, but the title looked enticing. The Beavis and Butthead Experience, which is an all-around classic. I already have a copy of this, but hey, I'll I'll take I'll get a second copy. Why not? Miami Vice 2. New music from the television series Miami Vice. Yeah, it's from 86. Dead-Eye Dick with a different story. And it has the song New Age Girl that was on the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. And, uh, oh, yeah. Last but not least, there is one other album I bought. And we're going to go over it right now with the album Spotlight. For this edition of Album Spotlight, I went to the local CD store, I took my fishing rod, and I threw it in the bargain bin, the 99 cent CD bin. And I was hoping maybe i get myself maybe a, a Metallica album or something, but what did I catch? I caught myself an album that is called Jacked. J-A-C-T. Now what does Jacked in that spelling mean? It means ready to go. And this album came out in 1999. Four members are in the band. Andy Frank on vocals, Ted Hutt, guitars and vocals, Jeff Peters, bass guitar, and CJ Erickson on drums. So what I could dig up about this band is that the vocalist, he was in this band called Pusherman, and this band was signed to the Oasis manager Marcus Russell's Ignition Records label. But they broke up, and then the vocalist, Andy Frank, he went to L.A. and he met Hutt after Hutt's band Reach Around broke up. And they both went to Hutt's place in L.A., and they worked on some songs. And from an interview I listened to, they recorded about 10 songs in 10 days and then some after that. But five of those 10 songs ended up on the album. And the bassist, Jeff Peters, he was an old bandmate of Hutt's, and he joined a little after. And then the Vancouver drummer, C.J. Erickson, uh, came in and joined the band. So, bang, there you have the four members. Soon after the band was completed, they came with their one and only release, their self-titled album, Jacked, in 1999. Thirteen songs on this, baby. And so when I picked up this album, I looked at it and... You know, based on the appearance of the album cover, it makes you think that's a new metal band or something. Like, it looks like something uh, like a Linkin Park ripoff or something. Because you, lo- I looked on the back and it's like, oh, the date was from 1999. Okay, so, yeah, it's around the time Linkin Park was really huge and all that. Uh, you know, the cover has a green, washed-out looking background with a bunch of random numbers all out of order jacked is slapped in big font on the front it's all distorted all the letters are distorted looking and scratched and then there's a uh, red crosshairs 
on the J, a little bit above it, and it's got a parental advisory explicit lyrics slapped on there. So you think, man, this is gonna be some hardcore stuff, you know? And so I got into listening to Jacked. And first off, the singer sounds like a mixture between the Oasis singer, Liam Gallagher, and the singer from Filter, Richard Patrick. The music all around it has that very typical late 90s London alternative rock sound to where on a scale of heaviness from 1 to 10, I want to give it a 5.5 on like how heavy you're looking at. So it's not like Slipknot or Pantera or anything like that where it'd be like about an 8 or a 9, but um, you know, it's not exactly soft rock, you know, at a, on a 1 out of 10. So if you pick up this album and just based on appearances by the album art, you're thinking it's going to be a really extreme, hard, heavy-hitting album, you're going to be disappointed. Now, getting that out of the way, there are a lot of tracks that start out with the simple acoustic guitar strum, and that makes me personally want to push the forward button and skip it right away. So let's go through this track list, and I'll tell you what's good and what is bad and what happened to the band after that. So track number one, we have Sweet Charity. And it starts out with some cool sounding electronic drums and then the live drums come along and it has these kind of delayed guitars and then uh, very drawn out singing and then there's some atmospheric guitars and it's about a cry for help. That's all I could really get out of it. Track number two we've got in parentheses through with close parentheses excuses. This is one of those tracks where it starts out with some acoustic guitars very boring and forgettable and it's about getting high and being in a relationship with someone who does you dirty but you do the same thing and it's just useless it's boring it's contrived lyrics about being a bad boy but it does have the line life's a bitch and then you die which is a classic line you've heard probably from your grandpa Going to track number three, we have Magic number three. You see what they did there? Now, number three is in the title, and they put it on track number three. And it did work its magic, because this is my favorite song on the album, or my only favorite song on the album. And so it starts out with an Everclear-sounding guitar vibe to it. And then the drums come in at a certain time that kind of throws me off, but then you realize, okay, that's in rhythm. It, it really kind of throws you in for a loop, but it's a good loop. And like I said, this is one of the better tracks on the album that actually has a pretty good hook to it. And it's just a typical rock song about living a dirty rock and roll lifestyle. Number four, we have Losing More Than Heaven. And it starts out with an acoustic guitar and an egg shaker. It's very slow paced. And it's a ballad about a man who is just too far gone and living the quote unquote good life is far past him now. And the lyrics kind of have a hint of scoffing at believing in a higher power, which will come into play a lot later in other songs too. Track number five is titled Your Head's On Wrong, and it starts out with like a very fuzzy, distorted guitar sounding a lot like Black Sabbath. And that's probably the most rocking thing about the song. The rest is just this bass and drums kind of just bumping along like a dun 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 dun. And it's a song about how the singer knows better and that there's all these people who don't know how life is a lie and they'll never quote unquote get it. They're all lost and he sees through all the lies. Track number six is Future's Gone. It's a slower rock ballad with a heavy bridge and you think it's going to build up to something, then it just goes down into a chorus again with a tambourine, and uh, it's long, drawn-out vocals. But there is a 12-second guitar solo, and the song is about a girl who's still playing it like she's all good, but the singer sees through her lies and knows that she's a junkie and is going downhill because he's seen it all before. Track number seven is starred in this film before, and it starts with music that sounds like it should be background music for a prescription drug commercial. Uh, vocals sound like the singer is bored and tired, like he just woke up and jumped in the vocal booth. And to me, this song sounds like it's just a, about a guy who is bored with life, and he just wants a new life or something to that effect. He just wants something new. Number eight is Barricades. It's got a tremoloed guitar, electric, and there's an acoustic guitar, some 
soft brushed drums about tearing down boundaries and that we are all one and everyone is the same. And a line in there is separation is sad. I mean, that's very groundbreaking stuff. I never thought of that before. You know, he might as well put in something like being sick is bad also. Just really round it out. Track number nine is called Anytime. Uh, It's a slower, dragging on kind of jam song, but just very boring, going nowhere chord progressions. It's a love song about how the singer wants to always be there for his lover with lines like, I want chasing rainbows, I want brighter skies. Something for the ladies, you know? (laughs) Track number 10, we are going down Finchley Road. That's what it's called, Finchley Road. It starts with another generic chord progression on a really sloppily played acoustic guitar. And then halfway through the verse, the drums and the lead guitar go in. And then the song itself, it's about looking back on memories of going to a concert and seeing a girl and drinking and just having a fun night back then but you could never go back to that night it's and it's all gone now track number 11 north park way brings us into another slow ballad again with a tremoloed guitar and an acoustic guitar and it's another song about how god doesn't exist and how you should question the way you're living and just do what you want yeah yeah just do what you want you see through all the lies just like he does right Track number 12, Sunday Away. It's a slow to mid-tempo song with a bass and an egg shaker starting it off. And then a tremoloed guitar kind of comes in. And then the song, you know, it just adds to that jacked, signature jacked sound. Then it's another song about how the singer can see through your lies and that your beliefs haven't helped you. There's a line in there. It's, your eyes can't lie to mine. It's a Sunday Away. So that closes up the album, but we have the one extra track, Future's Gone, acoustic. And it's basically the same as the original track, just with an acoustic guitar, and acoustic percussion. And then there's just some added strings, you know, give it that dramatic effect, you know. So after that song on the same track kind of dies down, there's a hidden track that comes up. It's just a simple acoustic guitar and vocal track, and it's about how he won't lie, he's not high, he's getting by, and he's okay. Lie, high, getting by. You know, he's got them groundbreaking rhymes, you know? He's just a rhyming machine, you just can't stop him. So, after listening to this album, would I recommend this to anybody? No, I would not. But you may like it. It may be your next favorite album. Who knows? But the only recommendation I could give is the one decent song on the album, which is Magic Number 3, and even that is a bit of a stretch. But the rest of this album is just a long, boring trip of throwaway tracks and lyrics written by the typical holier-than-thou, I-know-better-than-you-I-see-through-the-lies type musician. So my rating for Jacked is a 2 out of 10 for one decent sounding song and the production being nice and polished at least. And so for those of you who are wondering what happened after Jacked released? What happened to the singer? What happened to the drummer? Well, the singer Andy Frank, he composed music for the next few years, with one song being on the Mary-Kate and Ashley soundtrack for their movie When in Rome in 2002. After 2002, he didn't do too much music and got more into photography, up until he sadly passed away in 2008 at the age of 42. The guitarist Ted Hutt, he went on to become a Grammy award-winning music producer, and he worked with all kinds of bands such as Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly, The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, and Violent Femmes. The bassist Jeff Peters, he went on to produce, mix, and play with a bunch of bands, and the last thing I saw was in 2018, where he did backing vocals and bass for the Joan Jett movie Bad Reputation. 
Personally, I think the most successful member out of this band was the drummer CJ Erickson. He went on to do basically all things background with audio. Mix, produce, compose, everything behind the scenes for bands such as Alien Ant Farm, U2, Incubus, Hoobastank, Matchbox 20, Live, Blue October, and Hanson. So when it comes to bands that are small, you really do want the best for them, you wish the best for them, you want to root them on, but sadly, Jacked is just one of those one album bands that they just never did make it. But if the songs just aren't there, and you don't really have a hit, then that's how they wind up how I found Jacked, in the 99 cent bargain bin at the CD store. If you do want to check out Jacked, they're on Spotify and everything else, so go ahead, check it out if you want. I don't recommend it, but hey, if you see through the lies too, man, you just may like Jacked. (laughs) This has been IIWR's Album Spotlight. Yeah, so what are your New Year's resolutions? If you got one, you could always email me at industrialindustriesworldradio at gmail.com. Or I could just tell you right now, you could just talk to yourself. You're talking to me right now. Tell me. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Well, here's my resolutions. I never really have a New Year's resolutions, but these are more like, I guess, goals. I don't want to call them resolutions. So I always have goals for the year, which... I think everybody should. You shouldn't just start a new year and be like, I ain't gonna do nothing special. I'm just gonna keep doing the same old thing and call it a day. I think you should all have goals. Always try to better yourself. So these are my goals for 2020. I have no need to lose any weight because I'm good at my weight right now. Uh, I lost a lot of it last year. Thank God. Um, Now I just need to focus on staying fit and eating right. Put out the next Glowing Ice album. Super excited about that. Got so many great songs. I got a few more ideas in the chamber I need to bleh out in music form. And uh, I got two other albums from other uh, projects that I need to put out this year too. And they've been kind of on the back burner. But I'm hoping to get at least two of those projects done this year and have them out. I also want to just help other people with their projects, help mix, help maybe produce if they need it, what have you. I'm having a few new people asking me for things. Uh, I like them, so it's just, it's going to be a lot of work, but I'm ready for the challenge, so I'm doing that. Also helping with podcasts, which you'll be hearing very soon. Jimmy's sister, uh, she's wanting to do a podcast And I've known her just as much as I've known Jimmy, so she's really cool. So we're working on something behind the scenes with that. I'm giving her ideas so she can kind of sculpt how she wants her show. So I'm going to co-host that show with her. So it's going to be fun to see the other side of the podcast where I don't have to host it and I can just kind of chill. I'm looking to put out at least 30 episodes of this podcast this year, if not more. So I just say at least 30 and uh, it's going to be fun. I have so many ideas I want to do, and I want to interview a lot more people, be more live on location. I want to go to some events and do some shows like that. I think that would be fun. I finally want to put out the Move Your Ass video, the song from the Sunshine Fun Time album. I just need to shoot a bit more and edit it, and I want it to look good, and I want it to look top-notch, so it's taken a long time, but that is one of my goals. I've been working on it forever. I've kind of been procrastinating on it because I've been busy with the podcast and working on the other album and all that to where it's like, ah, it's been thrown on the back burner and all that, but I need to get to that this year. I want to go to the beach because I haven't gone to the beach in a few years now. And I miss the beach. I wish I lived at the beach, but I live in shitty-ass small-town USA. (laughs) But I want to see the beach. Get a sponsor and possibly make a few cents from the podcast somehow, some way. And uh, play the shit out of Animal Crossing New Horizons for the Nintendo Switch when it drops in March. 
most of all, make a tiny little bit of an impact in the world. In a good way, not a bad way. Uh, I got one stretch goal, and that's to possibly get married this year. Possibly. Now, that's a stretch goal. I don't have my, you know, heart set on it. Because I could, with love these days at my age, I could take it either way. My love right now is mostly into doing this show and making music. Uh, If you're trying to get motivated this year, here's a few nuggets of advice I could tell you. Even if you don't feel like you should be doing anything or you're too tired to do something or you think whatever you're going to do, the effort you're going to put in is going to suck, it probably will at first. But don't get discouraged because everything anybody ever does at the beginning sucks. I can listen back to everything I've done in the past and it sucks. Okay? So if if you feel like you're in a hard place and you don't know like where to start and oh you know why should i even try it's gonna suck the best thing you can do is always keep your wheels turning you know i have i probably have some podcast shows some people think suck compared to others uh that doesn't matter to me because i'm i'm just keeping the wheels turning i'm just keeping on working the more you work the more you keep the gears oiled and moving the better you are and the better you will be maybe not even a year from now of you keeping the wheels turning um maybe it'll take two to three four five years but eventually you'll come up and you know regurgitate something that is pretty good at some point it's better than not doing anything and you're still just sludge that hasn't done nothing and just has all these dreams that will deteriorate and die that's my advice that's my motivation get up and go get moving get the wheels turning And 50% of everything, 50% of doing things is simply starting, just getting up and doing it. That's the hardest part is just starting. So just do that and almost everything else will fall into place. Like there are days I don't want to record a podcast episode and I just want to sit around. I'm getting like that again. And that's why I need to stay fit and keep, you know, keep myself up to par because if I sit down and I stop like caring, it's just it's a, it's a slippery slope. So you got to keep yourself moving. Keep yourself in that mode. And the first step is just to start doing it. Because once you start doing it and start plugging away at what you want to do, the other half is just basically filling in the blanks of what you need to do. You know, the hardest part is over starting. So keep yourself motivated. Keep that, keep that locked in your head. The hardest part is starting. Then after that, it's smooth sailing. So that's what I could tell you. Um... On New Year's Eve, I posted something, a letter to my listeners and everything else. I don't know if you've read it. If you want to keep up to date with that stuff, just follow me on Facebook. I don't have a Twitter or an Instagram, but I'll read it to you. Then I will uh, leave you alone. We'll get to the 10 list. Okay, so this is from the desk of me, DJ Glowing Ice, and it says... December 31st, 2019, Industrial Industries World Radio Podcast Listener. Dear listener, that's you. It is our deepest thanks and gratitude for you to have listened to, if not all, but at least one of the vast array of episodes in our podcast feed at the moment. Besides the side episodes, this year is closing out with eight full official episodes of IIWR. We hope you have been enjoying them as it's been a growing and evolving phase for all of us here as we enter into the new year with an even clearer goal and idea of how to take the show to the next level. You may be asking what's in store for the podcast. All we could say is that we are trying hard to keep a straight face as we are all smiles from the exciting new batch of episodes, songs, and videos ahead. We will be expanding with even more fun segments and stories along with the original segments you've come to love. As 2019 comes to a close, we wave goodbye with love and friendship for being our groundbreaking year and welcome 2020 with a big ol' warm hug. Once again, Thank you to everyone who has jumped on the train and have been riding along with this journey so far. You can rest assured that even brighter pastures are on the way. 
Happy New Year, and may 2020 bring you good health, wealth, and happiness. Sincerely yours, DJ Glowing Eyes. And that's true. That letter is true. That very heartfelt letter is true. Industrial Industries World Radio. The 10 List. Welcome to the 10 list where we take a look at 10 things and we keep it as simple as that. And today we're looking at special edition and discontinued M&Ms. Number 10. Cinnamon M&Ms colored as red, dark red, and brown started showing up in stores around 2011 and they haven't been seen beyond 2012. Number 9. Strawberry peanut butter M&M's, originally made to promote the movie Transformers Revenge of the Fallen in 2009, they made an appearance again in 2011 and since then have been long gone. Number 8. Birthday cake flavored M&M's hit shelves in early 2014. They were chocolate cake flavor with vanilla frosting and since 2015 they've been long gone. Number 7. In 2014, Candy Apple M&M's came and went with all shades of red. Nobody really liked them because they tasted like nothing. So they were gone by 2014. Number 6. When peanut M&M's were first introduced in 1954, they were made only in the color of tan. The tan color then made their way into the plain M&M's also, so the colors of plain M&M's were red, brown, orange, green, yellow, and tan. When Mars decided that they didn't need two shades of brown, tan got the axe and blue M&M's took their spot in 1995. Number 5. Hot chocolate M&M's were introduced as a limited edition flavor. The brown and white shaded candies only lasted for the holiday season of 2015. Number 4. For the Valentine's Day season, late 2015, early 2016, pink and red strawberry M&M's hit store shelves. So back then, you could get your sweetie the above and beyond gift. Some strawberry M&M's. Yeah, show her that you love her. Number 3. Chili Nut M&M's were introduced in 2016, and to this day they're still available in stores, so if you want some spice to your favorite bite-sized candies, you're still in luck. Number 2. The limited edition flavor of s'mores came into play in 2016. They were taking advantage of the crispy variety to give it the graham cracker effect. They were there and then gone by the end of 2016. And number 1. Originally made to promote the Shrek movies in 2007, Mega M&M's were then dubbed Ogre-sized M&M's for a limited time. Then in 2014, they were reintroduced as Mega M&M's. They came in plain and peanut varieties. And by 2016, they sadly became discontinued. And that is your 10 list. If you want more of the 10 list, just make sure to keep it locked right here on IIWR. another episode of industrial industries world radio does come to a close there's certain people i want to thank for making this all happen first of all kimmy pops for voice work and giuliano for graphic design and most of all listeners like you thank you for listening as always, if you want to email me, you could hit me up at industrialindustriesworldradio at gmail.com. Send me your farts for farts of the week, your questions about anything for Dr. Glowing Ice, and anything else you want to uh, ask me about, tell me about, what's up, complaints, 
that's cool i'm down i'm here and yeah that's it we got another fabulous episode coming again very soon next week i'm i'm super super stoked bro about it ah, ah. And as always, if you want to check out the YouTube channel, you could do that. Go to YouTube, search in Industrial Industries World Radio, and it should pop up. You can watch all kinds of fun videos there. And if you want to check out my music, just search Glowing Ice anywhere you can buy music, and my albums should pop up. I got two, and uh, I will be putting up a third one sometime this year. And it's going to be great. It's going to be good, I promise. Okay, okay. Alright guys, well that is it. This was episode 9 of Industrial Industries World Radio. And as always, I'm your homie, I'm your best bud, I'm your friend, DJ Glowing Ice. And I will be seeing you next week. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Till then, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And see ya. Peace out. time on Industrial Industries World Radio.